Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torin. With me is my co-host, Peyton. What's good? How's it going? It's going great. We have a great show for everyone this week. We are, of course, talking about Eternals, the next film in Marvel Marvel Studios lineup. Uh, we got some thoughts on it, uh, so we'll definitely get into that. But first, we got the news of the week. It was a slow slow news week, which is sort of expected on a, on a release week like this one. But there's still some stuff we got to get through. First is the Morbius trailer. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Man, dude, that movie is so out of place. Man's gonna be meeting Batman in the film, bro. <laughs> yeah, everyone's clowning on it because it's in it's it looks like it's in like five different universes. <laughs> but even even without all that, it looks. It looks so it looks like a, Yeah, it looks fun. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I like seeing new characters um like on, on screen. So like I want to see, you know, how how this looks. Um you know, I I think they some point during the movie we're going to meet the the Flash family because you know, it's in different universes. So, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but I'm actually I'm looking forward to it. I don't think it's gonna be good because you know I have my expectations low. But uh, I want to see like how this looks. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really a huge fan of Jared Leto, just generally. So, uh, and also Morbius isn't really a character I care all that much about. Like Venom, you get an in because it's Venom. But with this, it's like, and it also looks. As far as the visual tone, and it, 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 it just looks, it, it's reminding me a lot of Venom twenty eighteen, and I'm, I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> but I think when this movie comes out, I think in what January or something like that, I don't remember. Whenever this movie comes out, I don't think I'm gonna be watching it in the theater. Maybe I don't know. It depends what reviews say. If it's like it has this huge connection with the MCU or whatever, like how Venom 2 did, which sort of was like, okay, I'll see Venom 2 then, fine. Then maybe I'll see it, but as far as like all these different universes thing goes, I have a little bit of a theory. Sort of falls flat in a couple areas, but like everyone's saying, okay, well this, it there's evidence that takes place in the Venom universe, there's evidence that takes place in the MCU, the Raimi universe, its own, whatever. Um, I think this movie is going to take place firmly in the amazing Spider-Man universe for Mm. a couple reasons. So everyone has seen, I think at this point there is an Oscorp building and not the Oscorp building that we saw in the amazing Spider-Man movies, but it uses the exact same logo. That's clue. Number one, because the Raimi universe doesn't use that logo into our knowledge so far in the MCU Oscorp, doesn't even exist and if it does exist it's not in new york or whatever so there's that uh he says was it i think it was in the trailer i think it was at the end of the trailer where he makes that joke uh about being venom yeah so it would then be like okay well it takes place in the venom universe but i would say to that who's to say that venom takes place in its own universe I still think Venom takes place in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. There's nothing really saying that it can't. Now, people have brought up the Daily Bugle logo, but 
to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't even seen the Daily Bugle logo in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. But And even then, it's like, people are like, well, it's the one from the Raimi trilogy. But the one the Raimi trilogy uses is just what it looks like in the comics. Yeah. So, I don't think that that argument really holds much bearing. So, the only, I think the only thing that throws a wrench into this being in, in the Amazing Spider-Man universe is two things. One, Adrian Toomes, obviously. Now, I think this could be a couple things. I think it could be them being real annoying and putting, like, the post credit scene or whatever of him being, like, thrown into the MCU, like, in the trailer. Or yeah. it or that sort of thing happens in the middle of the movie. And maybe mm. it's a plot point in the movie, but I also don't get that vibe from the trailer, so I don't really know how accurate that could possibly be but it could also be and i think this one's the least likely is that it's a it's sort of like the flash and that is a different adrian tombs like his doppelganger or something yeah and it just happens to be he just happens to look like michael keaton in that other universe so i think that's possible too and the other thing that throws a wrench in it is (laughs) the the raimi spider-man picture (laughs) from the ps4 game on the wall, yeah. which I thought from the first tra- trailer, they'd be like, ah, shit, we fucked that up, and they'd fix, but nope. Uh, so I guess they're sticking to their guns with that. So I think I think that's just Sony being Sony. Mm-hmm. Or Spider-Man obviously exists in this universe. Or maybe Spider-Man's still like, I don't know, I don't want to say a myth, but sort of like Batman, how no one really knows what Batman looks like. So yeah, but they have a rough idea, and so I get, maybe in that universe, they're like maybe he looks like this, and he just happens to look like the Raimi Spider-Man. I don't know. This movie so far looks all over the place, but there's a little there's a low level of excitement for me in there to see this movie. And that's and that's and that's fair to say because like I feel like with this movie and like a bunch of other movies. um they've been like delayed so much that like the hype for it just got like you know has gone down i mean even even so like with it being like part of sony uh sony is not very um reputable for making you know i'm not saying like the best movies but like they have known to like fumble the bag on like a lot of the movies especially within like their own like spider-man type universes right yeah uh so with that uh, I'm going to bring up this example, the New Mutants, right? Everyone mm. was kind of excited for the New Mutants, um, but that movie just kept getting delayed and delayed like seven times. The hype for that movie was so weird. When it was initially announced, people were like, okay, I guess, sure. But then it got delayed, and then it got delayed to the point where it's like people were like, oh, we really want to see this movie, and people were really excited. And then it got delayed even more to the point where people stopped caring again. <laughs> yeah, and and then like they were like released like like like, like, a, like a trailer, um, and like a few TV spots of like the movie, and then like the tra- like the hype train like kind of went back up a little bit, and then like it fell flat like again once it like officially got released. Yeah, they really so done that wrong. So that's that's kind of like the thing with like you know Morbius at this moment in time because it was supposed to release like well like in twenty nineteen right? Uh, like, it might have been early twenty twenty, but I yeah I, or, I don't know for or, sure around there. Around there. It was supposed to but release has, before Venom Two. Yeah, it has, but it has been delayed a few, like a few times before that. 
So that's kind of why, like, it, that's where it's at right now with with the hype. Um, but like I said, I am I'm I, I'm not, like I'm a I like Jared Leto. I think I think he's a good actor. Uh, so it's always a a surprise to see like what he brings to the table and like in his movies. I think he's a fine actor. I just don't like him. <laughs> you don't like him as a person or like what? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I've heard some. I've heard some things about Jared Leto, but we'll get to that I'm another sure day. He's fine. I'm sure he's fine. I don't like him. <laughs> uh, okay. So other okay. than, other than that, we have a little bit a little little quick fire news here. Uh, no Way Homes seems like it has an official runtime of two hours and thirty nine minutes. W. Should it be longer? Maybe, but still a W. Super long movie, longest Spider Man movie to date. We also have the Obi-Wan trailer is apparently going to come on Disney Plus Day next week, which we'll definitely get into if that's the case. I mean, we're going to get into almost everything Marvel, Star Wars, whatever the case may be on Disney Plus Day next week. So don't worry about that. Superman and Lois Season 2 will premiere January 11th, and Superman and Lois will also serve as a lead-in for the Naomi series on the CW. Have you seen the little teaser for Naomi? No. Honestly? It looked kind of interesting. Like, I remember when it was announced, I was like, why do I care about this? Like, it was a DC character, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. But then they showed the teaser at DC Fandom, and I was like, this this could actually be something cool. I, I'm actually kind of excited for it. Uh, I'll, probably do the, I'll probably do the classic, watch three episodes, see if I'm feeling it, and if I don't, I'll drop it. Let me see. I'm looking at her powers. Oh, I've, I've researched her before, yeah. She does like you know some energy blast from her hands and everything like that. Yeah, the how teaser... old is this actress? What the hell? Teaser like was 10? like a teaser, teaser. Like it was, it was nothing, but it kind of intrigued me. I was like, that this actually seems like a cool premise. All right, well, we'll 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 see how this looks because the actress looks like she's like nine. <laughs> she, I don't think, I don't think in the teaser she looked like nine. But I, it, are you looking at the poster? Uh, well, I, well, I looked it up and you know I saw like the. Like the main actress, yeah, and like you know how Google, you know how Google is, bro. They don't update shit. That's true. So like, so like that, that's probably why I'm getting right now because like this freaking picture, she looks like she's seven. So, <laughs> well, well, you know, we'll see, we'll see how we'll see how that show is. Yeah, we'll see. So, uh, you know, you know how the CW is. Oh yeah, they, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they step up their game after the Flash gets delayed for what four months. After yeah. the crossover, I mean, look, if it makes the season better, then that's a W, I guess. But at the same time, I thought the pandemic would help them with season seven, and it did not. If anything, <laughs> I mean, I can't say that it made, it it, made worse. it worse. I get, well, we no, don't really, no. we don't really know no. anything behind the scenes, but like no, no, theoretically, no. they had the time to make it better, and it just yikes. <laughs> but uh, some more DC Green Lant- the Green Lantern series reportedly has a darker tone than originally expected. Uh, apparently it's being confirmed to the recent Watchmen series, which oh. if that's the case, I mean, we'll be in for a treat with this Green Lantern series. Bro, you know how much I love Watchmen, bro. You, so you that, do be that, loving Watchmen. Bro, that that just... I, I'm screaming without the S. Alright? <laughs> so... Uh, a little bit more Star Wars news. Lucasfilm might be fast-tracking a film based on the Old Republic uh, era for a 2023 release. 
And with that, because they're planning or fast-tracking that Old Republic movie, it seems that Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron movie might get pushed back a year. And this actually makes a lot of sense, even if the Old Republic thing wasn't uh, wasn't happening. Uh, Patty Jenkins seems to be busy also working on Wonder Woman 3. She's also working on an Amazon series that she's producing. So she's got a lot on her plate. So it makes sense that the Rogue Squadron movie might get uh, pushed back a year. But... This uh, Old Republic movie? Hello? Yes, please? Yes. I'm not I'm not one of those people that was, that was like, feeding for an Old Republic movie. Like, this needs to happen. But uh, not something I'm going to complain about. To see that stuff in live action? Sign me up. Facts. So we got some more Marvel news. Uh, it's rumored that Moon Knight's production designer, Stefania Saya? Sela? I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but... Uh, she apparently she has joined the Blade movie, so mm. makes a lot of sense. Mm. Makes a lot of sense, right? Right. I mean, Moon Knight and Blade. Apparently, it's rumored Blade might show up in Moon Knight if she's gonna be the production designer on both. It. I mean, that uh, cohesiveness, and we're gonna be talking about Blade later, if you know what I mean. I was about to say it. <laughs> you beat me, beat me to it. So, yeah. That's exciting. Especially, I mean, if we get a Moon Knight teaser on Disney Plus Day, like you said earlier, I'm going to be screaming without the S. Because along yeah. with that, Gail Garcia Bernal has been cast as the lead for Marvel's Werewolf by Night Halloween special for Disney Plus, which should I, it, it's either releasing October of next year or 2023. I don't think we know yet, but I think it's next year. But if you're unfamiliar with Gail Garcia Bernal, he was the main skeleton i think his name was hector in coco oh okay 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 so he's cool i mean i imagine this special is gonna be like a one-off i don't know i don't know if i'll expect him to be seeing him in like an avengers movie but i don't know how marvel operates maybe uh we'll see how that goes i hope for this halloween special they really delve into like the actual horror aspect because apparently we're getting some like it's like uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness this is supposed to be sort of a scary film i don't know how much i believe that i know they got sam raimi but like i feel like they can only go so far especially with the uh the movies which and, and dr strange multiverse of madness i mean i, I imagine that's going to be imperative to see on the grand scheme of things for the mcu but uh this yes. one i imagine for some that people could probably skip i feel like they can go all out especially on a streaming service where they don't have to abide by any rules other than their own so that's ex- that's exciting uh last piece of marvel news and then we'll get into the good good uh the production on black panther wakanda forever has been delayed indefinitely this is mm. because leticia wright's injury that she sustained earlier in the year that she had to she had to halt filming on her scenes, but production continued because obviously not everything in the movie is with her, so they could continue with those shots. And so apparently they've wrapped on all of those, and all they need is Leticia Wright's stuff. And of course she's injured, so now they have to halt production until she can resume filming, which apparently is looking to start in early 2022. Uh, prop, they're looking. I think January is the ideal date for them. But luckily, the movie, along with all those other MCU movies, got shifted and they got delayed. So this might not be 
that much of an issue in the grand scheme of things. Hopefully it doesn't get delayed again. But uh, yeah, yeah, been delayed indefinitely, which doesn't mean forever. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of people seem to think. But yeah, that's the news. So you know, you know what it's time for. Or it's time for Eternal. It's time man. for Eternal. So just like our uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Shang Chi reviews, we're going to be doing non-spoilers and spoilers. So we're going to give our general thoughts, and then we're going to get into the meaty, meaty, you know, gritty stuff with this movie and spoilers. Right. So, what are your what are your general thoughts on Eternals? I really like this film. Um, of course, you know it's definitely not your average MCU film. It still has like some elements of it being like you know a Marvel movie, uh, you know you know with the a little bit a little bit of comedy, uh, you know some some action, and I think that the the pacing and the writing was really really good. I definitely think that this movie does not deserve the hate that it's been getting, uh, I f- and I feel like that this um, is a another movie where. Um, you know, it shuts. It's gonna shut up the haters that have been hating on this movie for weeks and weeks on end. It's also another movie and another movie in the MCU to where you shouldn't take critics seriously. I definitely think that you should go watch this movie and form your own opinion about it. And I, I seem to uh, on other social medias, I see that a lot of a lot of other people are liking this movie just as much as I am. So I'm glad that this movie is getting the much of much deserved appreciation that it's uh getting right now yeah critics are crazy i think the last time we talked about the reviews which i think was last week uh it was sitting at a 59 which is the lowest yeah. uh score the first rotten score on rotten tomatoes that an mcu mcu movie has ever been well <laughs> 59 it's now 47 so critics are still not feeling it even after it's it's official release but the audience score on the other hand is an 81 percent so that's a w right uh look i'm gonna be honest with you generally speaking generally speaking last week uh i said don't trust the critical score really don't trust any score just base your opinion for yourself but if i have to admit generally speaking when I go look at critics' critical scores after I see the movie, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I tend to lean more towards the critic critical score for for movies. Now, that's not the case all the time. There's some blasphemous, uh, <laughs> some blasphemous scores like Back to the Future's score on Rotten Tomatoes. For the critical score, I'm like, you're fucking high. But for this movie, Eternals, what the hell are critics thinking, man? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know I don't what know. movie they watched, but I loved this. I really, 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 really did. Uh, I, I, based on based on other reviews that I had seen pre- prior to the movie, this movie was exactly what I was expecting it to be, and it didn't disappoint. Now, this movie is definitely not for everyone. I can see how mm, yeah. many could find the movie boring, especially if they're expecting a normal MCU movie. If you've seen a lot of reviews that say it's just people standing around and talking, yeah, that that's pretty much <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a, that's the bulk of the movie, but that's also the best part about it. The weak the the weakest part of this movie, and it's it's it, it kind of it almost sounds like a slight, but really it isn't, is the action. 
Mm. But that's not yeah. a bad thing. Uh, the, yeah, the, sure. the final the final sequence is very grand and very good, mind you. But like everything before that is, I don't want to say generic, but it's 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 you're not going to be on the edge of your seat with with a lot of these fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what the movie is. It's a character study. It's sure. it's putting these dilemmas in your lap and having you question who's in the right. Which, mm-hmm. oh, I love that so much. And if, if you need to know anything about me with movies, I love dialogue. <laughs> I love dialogue. Dialogue is like some of my favorite things. It's just one of my favorite things in, in movies in general. I love it so much. Maybe that's maybe that has something to do with my love for voice acting. I don't know, but dialogue is like, mm, I'll take that over action any day. So maybe I'm biased. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. I'm not an action man. I'm a dialogue man, and this movie had a lot of dialogue and little action. That is, does that mean I don't like action? No. I love action when it makes sense, and I love action when it's good. But, yeah, so I love this movie. I need to see it again, maybe even a third time, to give a really fully formed opinion and a fully formed score. But for right now, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10, maybe an 8.5. What about you? Yeah, after watching the movie twice, uh, I saw it on Friday and Saturday, yesterday, I'm going to give this movie like a relic an 8.5 to a 9. I really love this film. I love, like, just, just like you said, I love the moral dilemmas that you just get pushed uh, onto with the characters. Um, it's really, really intriguing. And knowing that uh, even though that these are, you know, supposed to like in, in myth, like, you know, they are like, these are like godlike beings being dealt with like, human emotions and like human uh complexities it, it really gives you a perspective of like dang like this is like what they had to go through as well and not only that like of course you know this is directed by chloe by chloe Zhao. the cinematography is just gorgeous like it's it, it, yes it is gorgeous it is astonishing this um, is probably like, the maybe the best cinematography in the mcu so far, yeah, yeah, definitely. I would, I would definitely think, definitely think so, and it's one of those things where, like, I think this is like the Marvel movie that that has used like, but the, the least least amount of CGI, right? Um, it, I, I mean, I I thought so at first because like, I, I mean, that final that final section. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the lot. final battle. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, okay, oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Their powers it, are it relatively is, simplistic. So mm-hmm. I guess there's not a lot of CGI there. It's not like anyone has like Iron Man armor where the entire character is CG. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: a lot of the the suits and a lot of a lot of like you know yeah, lot, those a lot are of location yeah yeah a lot of the suits a lot of practical. onset locations yeah be, yeah very onset locations very like little use of green screen which was really good and what gorgeous suits those were yeah and. I'm gonna go back to the the hate train real quick. People were okay. hating on the suits because people were like, oh "My God, this is CG." I'm like, "Do you do you not have eyes? Are you blind? That is not CG at all." I think the only CG is when the suit glows a little bit. Yeah, whenever it glows and whenever it's getting put on them, it's CG. But yeah, once it's on, other them, than that, it's... that that is 
like practical like and that is just a well-made fucking suit oh my god that, those are gorgeous suits. so gorgeous. it's like simplistic and yet super complicated and intricate at the same time exactly. beautiful suits it's just like um i'm not gonna get too much of like the hate that the movie has been getting but it just really does not deserve the hate it's been getting uh you know a lot of a lot of these toxic fans and stands or whatever they've been just like rattling this movie for weeks and i just don't understand like i but i don't understand why this movie out of all movies it, i i find it kind of weird i won't get into that but i just find it very it's strange i mean not even said like i mean like i said i'm not gonna get into why i feel like people are hating on this movie but still it's just like come on dude like you, you can do better but overall I would suggest this movie, um, like I said, for the rating, it is a 8.5 to 9 out of 10 for me. I would think that this is a high, low tier to a low, high tier Marvel movie for me. That's how I would rank it. In like it's the, top 10 for me dude. personally. Top 10 is good. Top 10 is good. So far, yeah, but also Black Widow when it came out was top 10 and that got pushed way down because <laughs> of yeah. just other stuff that came after it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think I have one little more, uh, one little thing to add. Some people were wondering and questioning before they saw the movie whether they dealt with the question why weren't they there to stop Thanos if they answered that question well, and I think they did. They did. I I was because I was also wondering that, and I was I was like I, I was kind of gonna accept it anyway. Like okay, it's like retconning whatever. They weren't. They didn't exist yet technically. You know, so uh, it's whatever, regardless. But so I went, in, I went into that mindset, and then when they answered that question, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that that works. That works." So yeah, there's that. But yeah, definitely an eight to eight point five for me. Definitely go watch this movie. So sure. So that's non spoilers. Let's. You want to get into spoilers? Yep. Okay. So. I wasn't expecting, just based on trailers alone, I wasn't expecting the main character to be Cersei. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Because they were really hammering in on the trailers. Angelina Jolie, uh, Richard Madden, and uh, Kumail Nagiani. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, cool, whatever. And But when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, Cersei is like, it's her story. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I assumed I assumed it was going to be focused on yeah, Angelina Jolie like Icarus especially since he's like seems like the the Superman character or whatever. Uh but with how the movie turned out, I'm really happy with the decision. She's the most human and therefore the most relatable, so it makes sense to follow her rather than everyone else. Yeah, and um I really like how how Ajax in a sense, you know, chose Cersei because, you know, like you said, Cersei is the most human. So it made sense that, like, you know, she would be the one to bring, like, you know, at least like this, like, tranquility to, like, the team and the most, like, you know, reasonable, like, state. And it would right? also make sense that she then relates to the humans more than yeah. the rest of the Eternals. For sure. So with that, speaking of Ajax, there's a, there's a quite a few twists in this movie. 
which I really mm-hmm. liked. And so you, you start off, Ajax dies. And number one, oh, they were also selling the movie on Salma Hayek. That's right. And and all of a sudden, she's just dead. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, oh. Now, of course, her presence is felt without the movie with flashbacks and stuff. So she's still there. But the fact that she was just dead off jump, I was like, oh, geez. Okay. I know, right? And I was also half expecting, just because with the nature of what these movies are, I was expecting, okay, well, she's going to come back at some point. But then she mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, no. She kind of did at the end, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> um but with I, sorry go on I was going to say that like um a- Ajax started to feel more human like in you know towards like the like the beginning of the movie uh where she's like talking to Arisem and you know she's like oh I I'm, I'm kind of like feeling like this planet a little bit and uh he was and like, then, like Stop you know it. <laughs> yeah I know he was like like don't like don't get attached to this planet um, but other than that, like, you know, and then, like, later on, like, during the movie, she tells them to, like, you know, like, you know, go, like, have a life. Like, you know, and that's kind of what she also told um, Icarus. Like, you know, even though, like, you're you're an eternal with a mission, this still doesn't mean you can't live a life. And that's what she tells the others, you know, go, go like, find, like, you know, your your own way. And, uh, like, you know, and then, like, later on, y'all can tell me, like, you know, like, your lives. That, that, that's what I liked about Ajax in the movie. Yeah, so, like, she died, and then it was, like... Well, she she's, like, sort of a bad guy or whatever because, you know, she didn't tell us about this thing or whatever. She wasn't on our side or whatever. And then Psyche, Icarus killed her, and she was on their side. She wanted to save her. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah <laughs> so... Icarus. Yeah, Icarus, Icarus is, is a, a pick me boy. He's a whole he's a, ho. He's a pick me boy. <laughs> There's a lot of simps in this movie. <laughs> there is a lot of simps in this movie. I, I, I'm not saying like okay. I, I'm gonna say this: the the amount of fucking like just tension, like with the relationships in this movie, is off the charts. Like that is the biggest. These, these are the biggest teases. Of relationships ever, and I know that shippers are gonna freaking have a field day with this movie. Oh, My real. God! Oh, I can, oh no! I can already see the Sprite Icarus stuff now. Oh uh, no! Uh, God, I'm sorry to put that in your mind, but you know what's coming. Oh, now. this is I, gonna I, be I painful. You. you know, that's the worst thing. You know, I'm dropping my score to a six. No, <laughs> but uh, I mean. Go go on go on with with your with your characters. I'm still forming my opinion. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I didn't expect to like Kit Harrington as much as I did. He yeah. he, was, he also wasn't in the movie as much as I maybe thought he was. But also maybe I shouldn't have been expecting that because he wasn't really in the trailers either. But mm. we're definitely gonna get more of him in the future. Uh, I also definitely think like I went into this movie expecting to hate Druig, but I ended up really I liking him. Yeah, I love Drew because next, like I, honestly, he's my favorite Eternal. Like he's probably my my third, second favorite Eternal next to Makari. Makari, best on best live action speedster, by the way. Uh, CW, take notes. So, <laughs> um, 
But the, but the thing is, like, with Druig, bro, like, yeah, because, you know, you can also see, like, in the trailer that, like, it looked like they're setting up from, setting him up to be a villain. But no, he, like, was, I would say he's probably, like, just as human as Cersei. He almost and acts he, like a villain when he leaves for the first time and he's, like, try and stop me because that's, like, a sort of villainous thing to do. But he's doing a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is doing a good thing. And I liked how, you know, he he wants to interfere. He doesn't want people to just, like, kill themselves like all the time and it's like why you know like why get on this planet just like you know like let them let them die when you're protecting them right it's like that that's a good dilemma that i like to see um and like yeah i really i really love jerry in this movie i loved him a lot agree uh, one one thing i wanted to see more of uh i wanted to see a little bit more of uh kingo I wanted to see a little bit more of him. Same. But I'm also happy he didn't die. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that too, that too. Um, go, I mean, kind of jumping towards all of the movie. I wish he was in the final battle, but it made sense why he wasn't in the final battle. Um, you know, I just I just like finger finger guns. Those are cool. Everyone. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous, but it works. I know, and like you know, every everyone as a kid was like doing finger guns. So like seeing that in live action, seeing that in live action just made me like light up as a kid. Like like the kid part of me was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, Kingo was good. I loved. Gil- I didn't think I loved Gilgamesh that much too. I loved Gilgamesh so much. That man deserved better, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that poor man. The, the 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 baby. He's like, oh, I'm a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, he just said it like that. Oh, I'm a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way he that said so, it. It was so good. That was so amazing. But also, but yeah, was that baby it. outfit CG? If so, wow. <laughs> it was a good that, CG that, yeah. baby outfit. I don't know. That's a great CG baby but outfit. But also, maybe I shouldn't be surprised because those uh, red and white Avengers outfits were fully CG. Yeah, that's true. Flawless. We didn't, we didn't even know that. We didn't even know that until like I think like what like after the movie came out shortly. I think it might have been just slightly before, before yeah. Yeah, slightly before, yeah. But yeah, he did deserve better. Um, shit kind of fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, going back to Kingo a little bit, I watched this with my family, and my mom loves Kumail Nagiani. <laughs> so when he appeared for, or not for the first time, but like his like entrance with the dance scene. She was swooning. I was like, "Oh no, Ma, are you okay?" <laughs> My guy looks good, though. He does look good. He looks real good, and he—he's—he's he's like obviously he's this huge Bollywood star, which is just hilarious. Oh, the man. Legend of Icarus, Shadow, dude. We do we need that Shadow Warrior trilogy on DVD, bro? For real, man. <laughs> he was just—he was good throughout the whole movie. Um, yeah, his figure guns were sick. I thought his uh little his his Indian Alfred. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> hilarious! He always has a different camera on him at all times. Oh man, is it, is it bad that like you know because like you know I'm like a film student who's like you know studying like like cinematography and all that stuff. When Sprite broke his camera, that made me freaking just my heart shattered. No, that made me cringe a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, not man, even a film dude, major. I was like, dude, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, come on, bro. Um. I like um let's see. I also did want to see a little bit more of Athena. I wanted to see a little bit more of her, uh more like action between her. Uh it was actually it was nice that like 
um, at, at one point, you know, she was kind of like, you know, like like, a, like an antagonist of the team at one point, uh, you know, with her like mad weary. That was pretty cool to see. And then like Gilgamesh just like freaking just slams her into the ground. <laughs> That's what a funny scene. She just, he just goes, bah! <laughs> <laughs> so um, just knocks her in the ground. I know. But I also wanted to see like, I mean, I guess kind of like a backstory, but a little bit more of the explanation of like Mad Weary, you know. I wanted to, see, I wanted to like a little bit more of that, but I think it's good for what we got. No, I think that was explained pretty well because obviously she's she has oh, yeah, dormant yeah. memories of her past life, and something went wrong, I guess, with her emergence on that planet. So she yeah, the, kept yeah, some of those dormant yeah. memories. I think that made sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who Who's your least favorite Eternal? Sprite. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. It's Sprite. Leprechaun. Bro. Looking at. Bro, she dude. She was just. She was mad that freaking Cersei was getting dicked down by Icarus. <laughs> she really was though. Oh man. Like, I mean, like, yeah. I'm like, it's got to be tough that you're like permanently a kid, but also like slow your roll there. But like, <laughs> yeah. And freaking, she was over here trying to give somebody a case, bro. In the beginning of the movie, <laughs> no, he's, he's like, <laughs> he tries to hold her hand and it just whoosh and goes through her. My my man dodged a bullet, bro, for real. A hundred percent. Oh man. And then, and then it was just so funny at the end, like when Drew just like hit her in the back of the head with the rock. That was just so funny. I think that actress is like fourteen. Yeah, she's like fourteen. <laughs> Just, it's like just boxer. <laughs> I know, and that that was like the end. Of, that was the end of her, which is really cool because she was like, and they obviously did that on purpose because she was giving that really generic like speech. Yeah, and then Drew was like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> I know, right? Freaking Drew in his Irish accent or his Scottish? Scottish? Is it Scottish? Because right? I was because I, I, I thought. I, I initially thought it was Scottish, but Icarus is also Scottish. And I was like, are we really going to have two Scottish characters? Maybe it's maybe it's Irish. So I was like, I think he might be Irish, but I'm not 100% know, sure. But, but those, those freaking accents blend in, blend in really well. First watch, I didn't know that uh, Gemma Chan was British. I didn't notice that at first. I felt like her accent was a little... I was like... That sounded American, but then other times I'm like, "Oh wait, no, she's British." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. First watch, I was like, "Oh, she's she has to be American." And I watched it yesterday. I was like, "Wait a minute, she's British." But then, and then it clicked. I was like, "Oh yeah, she was in London at the beginning of the movie." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so so Barry uh, Kogan. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, he's yeah, Irish. Barry Kogan. Oh, he's okay. He's Irish. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So I was right because there was a, there was a line in the movie where he he like pronounced his R really harshly, like Irish people do, and I was like, oh, is he Irish? Irish. So uh, I mean, the Irish and Scottish accents are relatively similar. So I mean, can you blame us? We're dumb Americans. Yeah. I know, right? We can't tell accents. The only accents we can distinguish is like New York and like Southern. <laughs> True. <laughs> Or, 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 or like freaking like a Californian, or a Californian, or like Baltimore accents. People in Baltimore be people in Baltimore be speaking cursive, bro. <laughs> um, or Wisconsin. But, but uh, also, one one person I was intrigued in seeing. 
I did want to see a little bit more of Fastos. I like seeing Fastos a lot. Yes, Fastos was Fastos was really cool, especially at the end of the movie. I was like, where he like really uses his tech. I was like, that's freaking I know. sick. <laughs> I know. He, he's like, he's like, oh no, Icarus, you're not go, you're not going anywhere. I also loved how he's gay, and they didn't make it a big deal. Okay, buddy, listen here. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, no, because that's like that's like the ideal way to do it, right? Because it's like if you if you if you overdo it, then it sort of feels like okay, you're just trying to get brownie points. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, look at us. We have a gay character, but obviously you can't underdo it because then it feels like okay, well you're you're just kind of doing this for yeah. no reason. It's yeah. a, it's a really fine line to cross because you either do it too much or you do it too little. Like some people think Avengers Endgame did it too little with Joe Russo's little cameo. But this mm-hmm. one, this one, this one hit the sweet spot. He, like he's there, he's gay. Okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, I think that like yeah, him, uh, Fastos and Kingo were like, it, it was it was a great amount of like comedic relief, you know, with like him and his son and everything like that. With the Fastos son, that was that was funny. I like that, that a funny, lot. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, can we go to space one day? Uh, maybe you get your learner's permit. <laughs> I, I told I told my brother I was I was like that kid's gonna remember that. <laughs> he's gonna get I his know. learner's permit. He's gonna be like, hey, Dad, it's time. <laughs> also, the this the the scene with like uh, the his kid and Thena, she like uh, almost like cuts him. And yeah, then he chops like <laughs> he like chokes on his pizza and like gets he's up. like, oh my god. That that made the whole entire theater laugh. Um. Also, the scenes I love the most, Makari. Uh, dude, bro. Uh, they were so good. I wish we got more. Dude, like, and the thing is, bro, like, it made me excited because she was whooping ass, bro. She was doing her thing. She really was. Why is the Again, speedsters always, like, the highlight of these? Because <laughs> they're speedsters, and they're not, they like. They always I have mean, the coolest they, scenes. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, that's the thing like with with like Makari now is that like, uh, I mean of course we've gotten like a little bit of like speeches going fast, um, but like yeah, that's how people want the standard to be for speeches. Like we don't want slow motions anymore. We want them to see them going fast. But I mean, I'd, I'd love I'd love a mixture of both. I love the slow mo scenes. They can be really cool, especially when you're when they're like uh, sort of like dodging things like bullets or whatever. Slow mo, yeah, awesome. But yeah, like in this movie when she, when she's just fighting, seeing like, just it, 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 I don't even know how to describe it because it like it follows her, but you never feel lost like or dizzy yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I don't know really, how they did really, it. But really great tracking. Inc- really great incredible, tracking. truly incredible speedster scenes, and also very unique. Yeah, they are. They are very. Unique. We've never seen a speedster scene like that in live action. And like, yeah, it, it's crazy because like you know usually. Not, not, not even usually. Most of the time, speedsters get freaking just nerfed completely. And I feel like they did this. They did the Bakari really, really well because like she wasn't nerfed at all. She like, you know, she yeah, she did her thing when like saving people, and she like held up a really, really good fight against Icarus. So that's what was really intriguing about this uh, about Bakari and like the speedsters um, going forward in live action. I also loved how they, the MCU did evil Superman better than DC. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. And he wasn't even all that evil, which also makes sense for evil Superman. Like, he's, yeah, he's like he was an he antagonist. He wasn't, like, straight-up evil, though. Yeah, I know. Speaking, of, then... speaking of villains, I also loved how Crow 
wasn't the villain. Like, I went in this expecting, like, okay, the Eternals are going to get together because they haven't seen each other in a while. And then there's all these deviants, and then there's this one deviant, he's the most powerful deviant, and they got to fight this powerful deviant that has, I don't know, is super powerful for some reason. And they all get together, and then they all have a happy time, and then... But no, Crow was definitely an antagonist, a bit more so than Icarus. Um, I, I don't know. He was he was cool, and he he was there when he needed to be. He didn't overstay his welcome. Maybe he died a bit too easily. That's true. I think I think his I think his death was pretty cool though. He just got sliced like fucking fruit ninja. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, I liked uh, I, I liked his look, and I liked like uh the the way like you know he started becoming like more human like it kind of reminded me of like Ultron. In a way, yeah. Uh, like, oh, like these memories. Actually, actually, oh. I literally heard someone say that in the theater. Like I was, I was sitting down, and, and when he was transformed, someone was like, "It's kind of like Ultron." <laughs> mm, yeah, it's cool though. I, I like seeing stuff like that. It's like, oh, you know, like you know, they're all kind of like groggy, and they're like starting to like form like a mind, and it's like all oh, these memories and all that stuff. And it was like pretty cool. You know, it has like a, he had a little monologue. Is like you are no like heroes, Eternals. Like y'all killed my kind. Blah blah blah. Crow, I also can't believe it. Played by I can't believe that freaking Bill Skarsgård. Yes, thank you. Holy crap! Holy shit! Because like, I I saw Bill Skarsgård in the credits. I was like, who did he play? Who did he play? Yeah, that man's Crow. That's we actually reported oh. a couple weeks ago that it might be Dan Stevens, but nah, it's a uh, it's it's Bill Skarsgård, which is a great I choice. Like, oh, okay, I was like, oh okay. Thank you. That you that was gonna freaking wreck me. Um You wanna talk about those those post credit scenes? Uh no. Oh. <laughs> not, not, not yet. I have a I have a I have a I have a Well I will, alright. So no, 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 no. <laughs> I have a couple more I will I have a couple more notes here, a couple more notes. Um that sex scene. Uh, yeah, we too. Uh, we're very, very close to seeing Gemma Chan's breasts. <laughs> but like the internet sort of made this like out to be like this big polarizing thing. I know. Like and this it was is like, the first MCU sexy. Oh my god, this is like what? What are they doing? But it was like nothing. I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> oh my god, my kids are gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Like they say, fuck in the X Men movies. You're really, you're really, you're really. Right. You're caring about, about like a, a, set, a sex scene, okay, buddy? Oh, that 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 dude Icarus straight up flew into the sun, straight off himself. Very very poetic of him. Indeed, and very poetic. Him. Maybe a little bit on the nose, but very poetic. Also, he straight up killed himself. Yeah, bro. I mean, he couldn't take he couldn't take it anymore. Uh, I mean, because because like, I mean, if he didn't kill himself, they were gonna kill him. To be honest, true. Like they're they're, they're gonna kill him, so he might as well just like. <laughs> I think even though they helped him, or I, I, even though he helped them in the end, I still think he's he believes. Uh, they should have let the emergence happen, and that's probably why he killed himself. He was like, if I yeah. if I stay here, like, I I can't live with myself <laughs> if I yeah. So he offed himself. Uh, I want to reiterate. Um, I love the dilemmas this movie puts forth. Neither side is technically wrong. Like they're preventing life. They're without the emergence. They're preventing life from being born, 
but at the same time it's also unfair to take that said life yeah also and... like i speaking of which thank god kingo wasn't <laughs> like he believe he, he sided with icarus but he wasn't like gonna you know fight them mm. yeah freaking kingo's low key a sim for icarus but i mean i think it was better off that he left anyways yeah. number one uh because you know he doesn't he he didn't die i didn't want any more people to die um rest in peace that, rest in peace good mash i know um and that and it's like um you know like because because he was like saying like, you know like yeah like we, we've like we've helped him before and it's like i don't want to deal with this now like I, he's like i love humans like way too much like you know uh i, I he, 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 he didn't want to see them go so yeah and and like fastos his technology like helps people like help them go to war and stuff there's that dilemma and i remember seeing on uh on twitter and stuff like there was a scene where he's in hiroshima and i i sort of expected like oh he made the atom bomb but i i don't I, that's i don't think that's the case i feel like that scene implied oh my meddling and helping them advance led to the atom bomb which then led to hiroshima therefore i did this yeah uh, but that was that was that was a tough scene. That 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 was tough, and honestly, like I was gonna, I thought I was gonna be like a little bit more graphic with the Hiroshima scene because you know, Same. like I thought we we were gonna see like the actual like, you know, the the Wolverine style, like yeah, they had like the the silhouettes of like the dead bodies, yeah, and they said that, but it it was still a heartbreaking scene, like nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, the whole the whole do we help them? Do we don't? Because if they they're and it's the the whole thing is they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they help them, they lead to the emergence and they lead to humans killing them killing themselves. But in that, but then that leads to more technological advancements and better life in the future. But also, <laughs> if they don't help them, then they might not know where to go and they'll get there anyway, but slower. But if they, but if, but then again, if they do uh, like it's, so there's this whole, it's this whole thing. And that's like the crux of the movie. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I like the fastest, like, you know, more of his like, uh, thinking who's just saying like, you know, yeah, even though I've given up on like humans, there are still people that like, that help me keep humanity alive. You know, I like that a lot because, you know, you always kind of like with the social media aspect, you know, people are like, oh, my God, like people are terrible. But like you see that one video of like people like, you know, being nice, like, oh, well, maybe humans aren't so bad after all. You yeah, know, like he's given up on helping them, but he still thinks they like, have he, a place in the universe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, So uh, my last thing until we get into the into the post credit scene, the gigantic uh <laughs> the when the celestial is hovering over earth bro i two things shit myself two things number one that's terrifying <laughs> no that dude i was like holy I, sh-. like we've seen that kind of imagery before but like seeing it like in live action like that whoa <laughs> like, yeah we saw we saw it in guardians of the galaxy a little bit um, but like barely yeah yeah it was it was a little bit cuz you know it was, it was like that one celestial like just demolishing people 
But, like, honestly, like, you know how, like, hamsters, like, die, you know, with, like, you know, just, like, they have, like, if you, if you scare them, then they just, they just die? Yeah. That'd be me, but at the same time, I'd be <laughs> shitting my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying, man. That's horrifying. Like, we're just watching it in a movie. Like, imagine that in real life. Jesus Christ. But the thing is, like, dude... Like, honestly, if I was, like, living on, like, you know, the main, like, Marvel Earth, I'd be sick. I'd be sick as hell. I'd be I like, imagine, eh. what, what are the suicide rates in the, in the MCU no, dude, <laughs> bro, they got, dude, bro, they got to be so, those suicide rates got to be so high, they, they're delaying the emergence themselves, bro. That's <laughs> true, they, they don't need, they didn't need to do the Eternals movie. Freaking Arisum is like, whoa, 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 what's going on? People are just dying. Yeah, they're freaking killing themselves because you're horrifying them, bro. Maybe <laughs> you, you, you got freaking people seeing like six celestial eyes in the freaking sky and everything. You got people laid on like you know, <laughs> Spider Man's in school. He looks out the window. Dude. There's a gigantic celestial. <laughs> yeah, freaking. He's like, what dude. the? <laughs> I know, right? His spider sense is gonna be tingling so freaking hard it's gonna trigger the spider verse <laughs> that's how they do it oh okay uh but number two that scene proves that they can a million percent do galactus justice yeah they they really can i they, saw they that really like can. i saw that i was like holy shit that's terrifying but also galactus <laughs> i know i was like what the hell but um shit i i, I thought i thought about i i, I had a thought Maybe maybe it will come to me. Imagine imagine me. seeing that in Galactus and on that scale, and they have to fight that in an Avengers movie. Crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'd freaking, uh, yeah, I, I'd just die. Yeah. Also, like, let, let's not mention the fact that uh, the Eternals let nine eleven, slavery, and the Holocaust happen. Yeah, Eternals. Uh... <laughs> They, uh, yeah. they they make some interesting decisions, but again, it's that dilemma. You yeah, know? they're 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 getting canceled, bro. Drew could have been like, "Hey, stop it, <laughs> stop, uh, uh, stop it." I know. I mean, I mean, he could have. I mean, he could have stopped the Holocaust, bro. Think about it. Could, he could have stopped all that stuff. Hey, Hitler, peace and love, man. <laughs> Chill. It, yeah, yeah. He, um, actually, it turns out that Drew was the one that like, mind controlled Hitler to like shoot himself in the head. So oh, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, this has got way too dark. Let's get into the post-credit scene. <laughs> All right, so the what was the first post? Oh yeah, first post-credit scene is we're Star in, Fox. We're in the we're in the ship or whatever. What is the ship called? Fuck it, I know. I forgot. Triangle ship thing. Uh, <laughs> so they're in the triangle, and they're like, they're like, yeah, we haven't heard from Cersei and them for like weeks, man. <laughs> oh, it's called a domo. Ah. Yeah, that. So the triangle ship. Uh, <laughs> so they're like, they're like, we have heard from Cersei and Kingo and whatever for like for like weeks. What's going on? And they're like, are they gone or whatever? And then there's a little wish wish thing going on, and it sort of looks like the Bifrost, to be honest. Uh, it does, yeah. And oh, Pip comes out, little leprechaun boy, and voiced by Patton Oswalt, which was a surprise. <laughs> I know, right? And so he was like, he was like, behold, the brother of Thanos, or whatever, Star Fox, and boom, there's Harry Styles. Now, yeah. <laughs> he looks good. Uh, our friend, uh, our friend Angelica was texting me, and she's a big Harry Styles fan. She was all, she was like, oh my god, 
<laughs> how'd Harry Styles look? Was he as fine as he always is? And I was like, he looks like every other white man. <laughs> oh my god. And she was like, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's always weird seeing, oh, it was, I never, I don't really hear Harry Styles' voice that often, but it was kind of weird hearing it with like a an American accent. He's like, well, nice to meet your acquaintance. I'm like, was he oh, American? Okay. I didn't. I thought he was he, British. He knows. No, no. Well, he is British in real life, but no. His I mean, voice... I mean, Star Fox. I thought he had a British accent. No. Are no. you sure? It was, it was. It was American. Yes, I. I remember. Are you American. sure? I saw it for twice. Are you sure? Last, yeah, it, but it pretty, yeah, but it's like, pretty, it's pretty fresh in my mind, bro. Yeah, but like, you're wrong though. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you popped out of that portal, and he was like, "Hello." Hello, Eternals. How are you? Uh, 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 dude. What is wrong with you? Hello, it's me, brother of Thanos. N- no. My name's... You can call me Aris. No. But people call me Star Fox. What are you talking about? Shut up. You know, on Earth, they call me Harry Styles. I sing the watermelon sugar. Have you heard that song? Shut up, dude. You're dumb. <laughs> His suit looked accurate. Still looks, still looks really good. Maybe they should have spent more time on that Pip model. Yeah. It was lo- pretty jarring. Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely looked out of place. Looked like I was watching a World of Warcraft cutscene. Looked like I was watching a Lord of the Rings deleted scene. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's pretty much... It's, so, yeah, but Star Fox was like, yeah, they're gone or whatever, and I'm going to help or whatever. So I assume that was like set up for Eternals two, right? Yeah. I hope we get that. I hope these critical reviews don't deter Marvel Studios from number one making more of Eternals movies, but number number two, uh, doing different things. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm and I'm personally okay with the blueprint that they've sort of established. Uh, you know. Like they can they can keep the same blueprint and play with it and still make something that feels fresh, a la Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. But you know, I will also gladly take something different, like Eternals. Yeah. Uh, I really hope it doesn't deter them, man. I I think Feige's smarter than that. And at the and at, at the end of the day, I think Disney cares about the monetary stuff from these movies, and Feige cares about the audience and I think he I think he'll I think Feige sees the audience reception of this and be like okay we're good <laughs> we're good let's make more yeah but uh that second post credit scene though mm, yes I, I had the question in, um, on Friday when I watched I was like what the fuck happened to Kit Harrington's character like I thought we were gonna freaking see him in like in action yeah I remember and when then, he was cast it was Kit Harrington cast as Black Knight in Eternals yeah and I was like oh we're gonna see Black Knight but not just Kit Harrington nah. it's like nah we didn't see that but it also makes a lot like, of sense because the movie should focus on the Eternals and whatnot yeah and then you know they had that freaking like little like ball buster scene uh he's like oh you know my my family history is kind of complicated you know and then, like, Cersei gets freaking taken away by that horrifying look of the Celestial. But I'm excited to see 
uh, Black Knight in the future. Definitely. That sword looks sick. The little, I don't even know what, what even to but, call it, on the little, like, venom-looking thing on the sword. You, you, know, you want to know what it reminds me of? Uh, yeah, that reminded me yeah, of the, the symbiote thing. But I have a video to show you what that looks like. I can't, rem- I don't remember. I don't remember, like, you know, what it, it's called. It's, it's like, you know, it's like a, like this element type thing that I saw in, like, physics class. But I'll show you what it looks like. That reminds me of but the sword looks cool i like the little writing it says you know death is my reward that sounds pretty interesting who's he talking to because he who's was he like he to? was like i know but i have to try or whatever i, I think he's just like touching the sword because you know there's a, there's i think i'm not familiar with t- black knight so that's obvious i don't yeah i'm not i'm not too familiar of it as maybe well. there's I like th- a spirit in the sword or something and he's talking mm-hmm. to the spirit and the sword because I, I think I think I, it is a generational thing. Yeah. Because something about because the more he kills, the more it fucks up his mind, or something, something like that. Because like I know, like um, I, I got I got him confused. <laughs> I got him confused with Blackheart. Because Blackheart's an actual character in the comics. Um, but I, I I forgot his origin story because I literally like saw it like the other day. I don't know. I'll do research on it whatever yeah so yeah so he goes and he, he to touch the sword and <laughs> what do you know you know we hear on the side unfortunately we don't get to see him but we hear him he says something like are you sure you want to do that what or whatever and it's none other than mahershala ali's blade oh man that, uh dude I was like, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I go over I to know. my mom. I'm like tapping her on the shoulder. I was like, mom, it's Blade, <laughs> and she's like, Wesley Snipes, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that that was uh oh dude, that that was so good. And then I didn't know until you told me about it. Yeah, you kind of spoiled me on that before I saw the movie, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, it's all good. But uh, that was cool. I liked that a lot. Um, my 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 girlfriend was like, "Oh, like that's like that's blade." I was like, "Yeah, that's blade." And she was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> uh, I wish we man, saw him. I wish we saw him too. It would be nice if. Uh, it, but also, if there if there are ways away off. Well, at this well, you know. Oh well, I forgot. This movie has been delayed or whatever. I was about to say, well, if they're shooting the Moon Knight series and if Blade's rumored to be in it, shouldn't they have his stuff ready? But this is filmed a while ago. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, you know, of course, you know, he, yeah, he was Blade for a while. It was just cool. Man, man. I'm so excited. He's going to be so good. I also love how I believe, I I could be remembering this wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure that Mahershala Ali actually went to Marvel Studios and was like, hey, can I be Blade? (laughs) Dude. That's so that's freaking cool. Which which is obviously a beautiful sign because if he's like, if he's the one that's like, let's do Blade. I mean, oh man, I'm yeah, I'm so excited for that. I know. And what's cool about Black Knight and Blade is that they kind of have like a history, like because Blade, yeah, Blade has like a history with like um, the Whitman. Well, like, see, now know. I'm wondering how they're gonna because not only we're we getting a Blade movie, a while ago it was rumored that we're gonna get a Black Knight series. So mm-hmm. number one, I wonder what's gonna come first. I'm pretty sure Blade's gonna come first because there's already like a director and writers attached and stuff like that. Uh, so I think that's gonna come first. So I wonder if that's. I think they'd have to do an origin for Blade, right? Even though the the Blade movies exist, I the general audience, especially now, I doubt 
is like, oh yeah, Blade, you know? Yeah, Obviously yeah, yeah. Obviously, makes sense. Well, of course, you know, like, yeah, like, um, a lot of people, like, you know, the earlier generation have seen Blade, and people reference those Blade movies as being one of the kickstarters of the MCU, so they'll know, I know they, they, a few, or I say, at least half of the audience knows of Blade, his origin story in the trilogy back in the early 2000s. I'd say half has heard of Blade, but like a quarter has actually seen the movies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair to say. Uh, I guess they also have to introduce vampires into the MCU. There's, I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch they, they, they got to do, so I think that will probably be an origin story, but for the Black Knight series, that's probably going to be a Black Knight Blade team up, right? I mean, that seems like what this post credit scene is teasing. Yeah, because, yeah, like I said, they have a history together. Indeed. So, I I am excited because I'm not saying Blade is underused because everyone kind of knows about Blade, but Blade is just, I feel like he deserves, like, way more recognition than what he's been getting. Like, 100%. I really, I, I, I feel like if people, like, you know, aren't a big fan of, like, vampires or whatever, I feel like they would like Blade. Because, like, I feel like Blade, like, takes, like, vampire killing to, like, a different level. And Mahershala Ali is, like, one of the best actors around right now. He he really is. He's done, he's done well in Luke Cage and, like, other movies like that, too. He He's very, very, like, in, in some aspects, he reminds me of, like, Tony Todd in some way. Like, not not, not just about the voice. Uh, his voice is pretty pretty good too like it's a very very deep voice but he also he's like pretty intimidating and he has like that tall figure to him mm-hmm. which gives him like a really nice like care like nice thing to his character you if know? you're not familiar with Mahershala Ali just look up some of his blade or blade let's look up some of his Luke, Luke Cage uh scenes dude's dude's really good yeah, dude's dude's a really really amazing actor I'm gonna watch more of his movies too but if you're also unfamiliar with Mahershala Ali, he was the Prowler in Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, that too. So before we before we uh, end the podcast here, uh, I got some stupid complaints <laughs> I've heard that I want to kind of address. Um, some dumb complaints are, the movie is not funny enough, which is already stupid because the MCU gets criticized for being too quippy. And then this movie's let's, you know, release the gas a little bit on some of the quips, and all of a sudden it's not funny, and it's boring. But at the same time, I've also seen people saying there's too many quips, and it's too funny, and it breaks the tension and whatnot, specifically from Kingo's character, but it's almost like, I don't know, he's the comic relief. I know, right? And that's like in most movies. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's like you can't have both. It's either one or the other. Is it not funny or too funny? It's just... <laughs> It's just one of those things I like. These fans, these people, they're too predictable. They are way too predictable, bro. Like, I I already know what to expect. Like when it comes to like Marvel movies, like just people not paying attention, and like they're just spewing shit out of their ass, and they com- their complaints are like just not valid at all. Like. It, it angers me how people can be like stupid when it comes to like movies and just like 
like not paying attention. Yeah, it's like obviously some things are subjective, but sometimes I mean, <laughs> some complaints are just like like did you watch the movie? Yeah, it's uh, just it, it's so it's so dumb. Another I can't like explain how stupid people are when it comes to like Marvel movies. Yeah, another complaint mm. is that there's not enough action, which we sort of addressed oh. earlier. But like, yeah, the action is a little far in between. But number one, the final sequence is spectacular, and number two, that's not what this movie is. Uh, yeah, this movie's strong suit is not the action. It's not Shang Chi. It's the characters. Again, it's a character study. And I mean, if you if you go into this and you watch it and you're not a fan of the characters, and I mean, then you're not going to like the movie. And that's just. Yeah how it is unfortunately but at the same time i think these characters are great i wasn't expecting to like a lot of them and i did uh yeah i, I don't know what to, i don't know what to tell you there's not a, there's not a lot of action but that's the sort of the strength of the movie mm. another complaint is sprite is too much like loki oh my god which i can which i can sort of get cuz she does the whole holographic thing and she can like conjure things and shape shift in a way but well, she is similar, but she's also better and worse in some aspects. And like, for example, like she can like create like entire constructs, essentially, like how she made that like dome around Thena when she was having her little episode. Yeah. And like Loki, like could do that. Like we've seen like how uh, classic Loki right. did it in the Loki show, but like our Loki can't really do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, Loki, with his shape-shifting, is better than Sprite's. Because he can actually be, like, when he shapeshifts, he can be, like, physically touched, you know? It's not just, like, a hologram. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's similar. And I guess she kind of does a similar thing where she makes, like, multiples of hers and and whatever. It's, it's, she's similar, but I, I don't think it's... I don't think she's similar enough for it to be like oh she's just Loki because her power set is similar I guess but then you go with the you go to the actual character and they're completely different yeah have you seen any dumb complaints um it's kind of kind of going back to that like you know uh like you know Sprite or whatever and someone was like well if Sprite, if Sprite was so concerned about like you know uh being older why can't she just make herself older and say that way? And I'm like, huh, huh, you, you didn't pay attention, dummy. Literally like, answered in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I know. It's like, ugh. Ugh, people are so dumb. But, uh, uh, um, I haven't heard too many dumb complaints yet. Um, well, I did see one comment. It was on Letterboxd saying how, like, um, there is no need for the deviant, um, like to be in the movie because like he kind of had the same ideology as Icarus uh and I was like mm, I mean I don't think so because I still feel like the deviant crow is like still like he still needs to be in the movie because you know he is a deviant they're trying to stop all the deviants and the fact that like they suppose they're supposed to share the same ideology because you know yeah like the Eternals are they realize they're, they're realizing that they're not good people in some ways and I like yeah they are like 
killing off a kind because they're being told to. Right, so and then, and then the Celestials, or the main Celestial, I keep forgetting her name. Harisham. Harisham uh, was like, yeah, we created them essentially with the same idea, but we made the mistake of allowing them to evolve. And then, mm, so they yeah. evolved past their main directive, and now they're their own being, essentially. Speaking of the Deviants, I had, they had a great design. They did, they did have a great design. It reminds me of a... Hmm. If you play... It kind of reminds me a little bit of like Monster Hunter a little bit. If you've, played, if you've seen Monster Hunter. I have not. It's a, it's a good game. But yeah, that's what kind of reminds me of. I think, yeah, the designs look really cool. They're like, you know... Kind of like reflective, like green and red colors. Uh, it looks, it looks, it looks nice. I was half expecting Crow to help the Eternals fight Icarus at the end. Yeah, because you know he like punched the shit out of Icarus. Yeah, and he also <laughs> like presumably he wants to, you know, stay on Earth or whatever, and you know live. But yeah, the Eternals were like, kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, um, but, but did you? Yeah. Did you not like anything? I feel like mm. we never didn't really get into that stuff we didn't like. I feel like I feel like Cersei. Cer- Cersei's definitely cheating. She cheating. She was cheating on Dane. <laughs> she was cheating, dog, for real. Yeah. Yeah, she was cheating on Dane. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like, I I kind of understand. I mean, not not to say cheating's bad. I'm just saying, in her, in her feelings, she's. I would understand that she still has, still had feelings for Icarus because he just like left, right? Yeah. But nonetheless, she's still cheating on Dane. She was like touching all like Icarus's hand and like all that shit, my bro. Like Dane, you're you're better off just killing her, bro. Like kill her, <laughs> take this, take the sword and kill her. I'm kidding. But she's still cheating though. Yeah, there was uh, a, there was for me there was a. A couple of uh, lines of dialogue that I felt like were delivered poorly. One was from Gilgamesh, and another was from Fastos. Like what? It was in like sort of the middle of the film. Gilgamesh was talking to it was either Cersei or Athena, and I don't know. Just something the way he said the line, I was I was like, mm. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about that one. And then Fastos towards the end of the movie like yelled something or something, and I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Oh. One. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I think it's like when you like he like uh <laughs> he, he he like he like drags Icarus down and he's like, oh yeah, you're not going anywhere, boss. <laughs> I was like, oh man, but I, the one thing I will like to say about the one of the lines I liked with Fastos, he's like, I've been waiting to clip your wings for a long time. Yeah, like, I love that. I, I like that line a lot. I was like, man, true. Like going back to the poetic thing is so. Ugh, that's good. Good line. Um. Mm, I mean, yeah, I don't really have anything much to dislike. Right. I mean, there's something. I mean, not not to say that you know there there will be things we won't dislike uh, later yeah, on. Yeah, I imagine. But... I imagine maybe on a few rewatches, maybe some things will stand out more. It's like, oh, maybe that could have been better and this and blah blah blah. But, uh... but for, yeah, but for me, um, I can't truly say I like disliked anything. I mean, there of course I I said that I wanted to see more more of certain characters. With certain scenes, other than that, like you know, I can't really pinpoint anything that I would like to, you know. Yeah, there wasn't I anything like, I I I saw and I was like, that's not, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of course, you know, th- with thing with these movies, some things are just going to be like a little jarring and like you know, it's going to catch us off guard. But 
that's not to truly say, you know, oh, this makes the movie bad. Oh, like, you know, that's not going to be like that at all. Uh, yeah. So that's Eternals. Uh, again, uh, I thought it was great. Definitely worth your time. Definitely worth a watch. I'd give it an 8 to 8.5. Tor gives it an 8, 8.5 to a 9 out of 10. Uh, yeah, man. Don't listen to the critics. Hell, don't listen mm-hmm. to the audience score. Make up your own mind, but it's 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 definitely good. And and, and if you're into the MCU like we are, you're probably going to have to watch it anyway. So <laughs> go see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that is the show. We'll, uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Disney Plus Day. And depending on what happens on Disney Plus Day, we're either going to have a topic or we'll just uh, talk about all the news from Disney Plus Day a la DC Fandom. But yes, is that the show? It is. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itsaneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? Quarantino on Twitter. All right. Well, we have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. See you later. You know, on a second thought, Eternals might be bottom five. This is why The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better than Far From Home. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs)